Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Key May, a digital content producer, creative coach and visual artist from London, helping you kickstart your creative careers and stay sane doing it. Now, I have to note that I'm recording this in the middle of lockdown. I don't have access to the usual studio that I record at. So apologies from now if you hear any background noises, because you probably will. I'm not going to lie. But we're going to try and make the best out of a bad situation. All right. Okay, so let's just get into it. So this episode is all about battling scope creep. Now, what do I mean by scope creep? Scope creep is the never ending cycle of revisions. Yeah, those constant back and forth between you and the client where they keep asking you to change one more thing. One more thing. Oh, yeah. And one more thing. And then it just goes on and on and on until one of you kicks the bucket and loses your mind. So we want to prevent that. Okay, we don't want things to hit that stage because scope creep is one of the most irritating things. And I'm sure so many of us have experienced this at one point or another, multiple times for some of us. So we're just going to get into the tips and the ways that you can prevent this from happening and minimize this. So the first point would be talking on the phone wherever possible. Okay. So if you have a, uh, an initial conversation with the client, find out what their goals are, what their missions are, why they do what they do. Just have a chat. Yeah. It doesn't have to be formal. Just have a chat and figure out why, what is their why, who is their who, why are they doing what they're doing? What are they trying to, um, what goals are they trying to reach? And why have they hired you? Yeah, really, it gives you the opportunity to tap into their emotions and tap into their purpose. And this will help you to provide content that will not only look good, but will also meet its purpose and do its job and bring the client closer to whatever goals it is that they've outlined that they want to reach. Right. So if the client is spending money, they need to to know and trust that you're going to be able to deliver a service that will bring them closer to their goals. Right. But in order to do this, you need to know what those goals are. And so the way you go about finding out the information, scheduling conversation with them. So this could be at the start of the process when you have your initial consultation or when you're trying to um, devise a quote. If you schedule a phone call, it will eliminate a lot of the questions that you might have to ask later on down the line throughout the project. So things to do with, you know, their branding or things that they may have tried in the past that haven't worked out, what their sales targets are, and just all of these sorts of things that will really help you to provide um, an effective piece of work that involves and implements strategy, okay, and research. You're researching the right things, you're strategizing, and you're coming up with ways that they can really hit those goals, attract those audiences, and make those sales, or whatever it is that they're trying to do, right? And you can get a lot of information quicker this way. Okay, so let's just say, for example, you're having an argument with your partner over text, yeah? How many times have things been misconstrued? this way like honestly you you text them something and they'll be like no no I didn't mean like that no that's not what I meant yeah well if you had used an emoji then then I would have not you know what I mean I would have known you were joking but like when you have a, a phone to face to face rather conversation or over the phone conversation you you're able to pick up on tone you're able to pick up on emotion you're able to communicate more effectively 
all right? And there's more clarity there. So you're more aware of what it is that you need to do, okay? So that is one of the biggest keys to effective communication and successful design, okay? So, um, and also with your contracts, there needs to be, <laughs> there needs to be a clause in there, okay? There needs to be a clause in there. There needs to be a revision cap. And this revision cap means that if there is a point where the client decides that, you know what? Yeah, I want to change direction with this entire project. They need to know that this is going to incur charges. So the reason why it will incur extra charges is because now you've got to change the entire direction of the project. Like you had that whole initial initial conversation, right? You've hit checkpoints, you've gone back and forth and you've decided on certain typography or branding colors and blah, 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 whatever it is that you're doing, right? And now they're going to turn around and say, actually, we're changing the entire direction. And what that will mean is now you've got to now go back and re-strategize and you've got to now come back with new concepts. And you've got to come back with, you know what I mean? It takes up so much extra time. So for that, there has to be a charge. There has to be a charge. Or if you don't wish for, um, if you don't wish to make any allowances for such drastic um, pivoting or changes within the project, then you could in- introduce a cap. And that cap would mean that, no, you can't just change your mind in the middle of a project to something else, okay? That would mean that you'd have to start a whole new project altogether, okay? So there are different ways you can go about it. But if you outline this in your contract, you let them know, okay, right, you're approaching your your revision cap limit here, okay? If you do decide to make any more changes, then there will be a fee for this. And you just, again, like I said in the first point, schedule a phone conversation with them. Okay. If you, which leads me on to my last point, actually, scheduling checkpoint chats. Okay. If you schedule checkpoint chats, this will give you the opportunity to figure out what direction you're both going in. Are you on the same page? Okay. And you can get so much from a quick 15 minute phone call, uh, in comparison to a string of emails back and forth where you're not really understanding each other. You might think you're understanding each other, but then when you produce the work and submit it, they're like, no, that's not what I asked for, (laughs) you know? But if you have phone conversations, you're able to get more clarity And then you're able to move forward and know that you're, okay, yeah, we're on the same page. Like, this is cool, right? This is where we're at. What do you think? Boom, bam, bam. And then you're able to also explain why you've made the decisions you've made, you know, why you've chosen that typography, your reasoning behind it. All these sorts of things are much easier to communicate when you have phone conversations. So if you have, if you schedule checkpoints and also if you do have any difficulties trying to ascertain what it is that they want, Again, scheduling phone calls and weekly checkups. It could be weekly, it could be bi-weekly, it could be monthly. However long it is that you're um, spending on the project. If it's a monthly project, then maybe it could be every two weeks or, you know, completely up to you. But if you schedule that in as part of your process and also let it be known that this is part of your process to have these checkpoint chats, yeah? Um, So that way you know that, yeah, you know what? This is going in the direction it needs to go in. And this also reduces the likelihood 
oh gosh, my throat is dry. Excuse me. Um, it reduces the likelihood of the client then turning around and saying, no, this isn't what we asked for. This isn't what I want. Can you change this? Can you change that? Yeah. So just to recap, the first point would be to schedule an initial phone conversation. Okay. To get a feel for your client and not even just get a feel for your client, get the lowdown, get the scoop, get all the information you need. Okay. And the second point was to include clauses in your contract and revision caps. So you can either set revision caps or with um, the chance to then go over the cap, but incurs a fee or a revision cap where it's like, no, the revision cap is a revision cap and that's that final dead done. Okay. And then the third would be to schedule checkpoint chats. Okay. So that you're able to keep on point and keep on target and keep everything fresh and also keep them in the loop as well. All right. <laughs> I know I said and about a million times, <laughs> but keep them in the loop so that you're always working from or singing from the same hymn sheet. So I hope these tips were helpful for you guys uh, and I hope that you don't end up in a never-ending cycle of back and forth because I know what it feels like to be opening up those emails and you're thinking, oh, like, are they going to be happy with it this time? Are they going to be like, am I going to have to make yet another change? Am I going to have to make this bigger? Like, please, please, at this point, I just want to be finished with it because it's been going on for a very long time and... um. Hopefully these steps will help you to prevent that from happening going forward. So that's all we've got time for in this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you the same time or speak to you rather same time next week. Take care.